Hello, hello. Welcome back to Unsinkable, where we talk about marketing and mindset tactics that help online coaches stay afloat no matter what the world throws at them. So today, as promised, we are going to talk about how to nurture your email list. So if you caught the episode last week, we talked about the six sequences that every online coach needs to have in place in order to fully leverage their email list, fully monetize their email list. So if you missed that, go back and check that out. And then today we're going to talk about how to nurture your list, which is also what I like to call how to keep your list launch ready. So A lot of times when this topic comes up, it's like really big and kind of seems like scary. Like people are like nurturing your email list is this whole massive thing that you have to dedicate a ton of time to. You have to have like huge evergreen sequences with like 50 plus emails and it kind of just gets this like really overwhelming um, wrap where I don't really think it has to. So I, the way that I like to structure my nurture sequence is I do it in real time. So I write my emails at least a couple days before, if not the day of, um, and I send them out. And the reason that I do that is I feel that it brings the most energy to the list. So I know that if I, um, I'm going through something in the moment and I write about it in the moment and I send that email out that day or the next couple days, I get overwhelmingly more response than if I batch a whole bunch of emails and then like send them out one a week for the next six weeks. That is, I get less of a response when I do that. It's like an energetics thing. It might just be a me thing. I don't know, but I have talked to other people who run their lists this way as well, and it kind of seems to be the consensus. So as I'm going through and telling you how I nurture my list, keep that in mind. So the the way that I like to do it is I send two emails per week. And the way that I um, decide how I'm going to email, like, you know, if it's a Tuesday and a Thursday, for instance, is I just test. So I'll go through and say, okay, like I'm going to try Tuesday and Thursday this week. I'll try Monday and Wednesday the next week. And you can just kind of see like what days do better for you. The first email of the week, I like to send to an external piece of content. So if you are on my list, you know that when unsinkable episodes drop on Tuesday, I send out an email that says, hey, there's a new episode, click here, and it takes you to a landing page that's brittanybailey.com forward slash podcast, and it has all the different ways that you can um, listen to the podcast. So every single week, I send that out. The second email that I recommend sending out is an email that is more story content based and has a very soft call to action to the next step in your offer or to something that is evergreen like an like a webinar or something like that so if you have a podcast if you have a uh, show that you do on facebook or even if you've been interviewed on somebody else's podcast let's say you send that out on a tuesday and then on thursday that's something that's more story content based so for instance that might be something where like you're at target um, Ali Bajerk did this really well. There was um, she she was at Target and she was like going by this end cap and it had a whole bunch of stuff. I think it was for some mores. This is a while ago that I saw this, but I thought it was a really great example. Um, there's like an end cap at the end of the aisle and it had all these different things that you would need for some mores. So it wasn't just like the graham crackers; it was like everything. And so she was like, this is a great example of the offer suites that I talk about in my program. So she used an example while she was at Target and wrote about it and sent it to her list 
and related it back to something that she talks about in one of her core programs and did a soft call to action there. And so that is like, that's the kind of content that I envision with email number two. So basically the reason that you're doing these two kinds of emails is in your first email, in your podcast or story or um, content-based email, you're training your subscribers to click on the links in your email. So you're not giving away everything in that email in email number one. You're saying, hey, you're opening a loop and you're saying, hey, um, come check this out. Come check out this new episode. Come check out this new thing that I did. And you are providing a link and, and you're training your subscribers to look for links from you and click on them. And then in email number two, you are training your subscribers to open and expect value from your emails. So when you are sending out these longer story-based, content-based emails, you are inherently, you're increasing your open rates because people are learning that you send out emails that have value in them. And so by doing these two things, you are really um, strengthening the numbers that we look at, which are your open rates and your click rates, right? So email number two is really focused on your open rates and email number one is really focused on your click rates. If you're continuing to do this every single week, that is nurturing your list. Like that is the definition of nurturing your list. You want to not only stay in contact with your list and provide uh, value to your list, you want to do that in a way that continues to um, give you a good benchmark for those data points that I just mentioned, your open rates and your click rates. Because that is when we are talking about launching and we're talking about sending email sequences that are going to convert Those are the things that we want to be really well primed in our email list. And so as I'm saying this, like as I'm saying you're training your subscribers to do this and training your subscribers to do do that, sometimes that phrasing is a little funny to people. But if we think about what it's like to be on somebody's list, we do start to have an expectation of what it is that they're sending out based on what they're Uh, based on like previous performance, right? Based on what we have experienced on their list so far. And so that's really what I mean by that. We are always training people to expect certain things from us or not expect certain things from us as business owners and as businesses. And so that is like, that's what I mean when I say it trains our subscribers to do this and to do that. They just start to understand that this is something that you uh, provide as a value add to your business. So If you are wondering, now that we've laid all of this out, if you're wondering, well, okay, that's great, Brittany, but how do I actually know what to say, especially in email number two in the story content-based email? My very favorite thing to say is to go through and check your frequently asked questions. So for me, like I get a lot of questions about subject lines, for instance. So I could go and send a story-based, content-based email about how to tell if it's a good subject line. I just did this on my uh, Instagram. I was doing a story about like clear subject lines versus Um, like really kind of clever cutesy subject lines and how clear subject lines always outperform and so I could pull a story from anything in my life that you know it was better that it was clear rather than just like cute or clever Um, I could pull any story and then talk about that I could do anything about benchmarks because that's another huge frequently asked question that I get like how what should I expect when I send out an email So I could pull anything out about benchmarks and like, you know, I just went to the gym yesterday and, um, you know, I, how do I tell like how much to lift and how much to put on the machine? Well, I'm using my past performance in my, in the, in my gym 
to know that that is what I usually lift. So it's the same thing in your emails, right? You know, this is typically what I do when I send out an email. And the only way that you can tell is consistency. The only way that you can benchmark yourself is by continuing to do the thing. And then you can start to see, okay, I have a pattern here. So I could link those two things together, right? That was just off the top of my head. Might not be the most (laughs) great example, but you could link those two things together, right? So as you are starting to figure out like what is a good thing to email my list, always look back to what is your customer asking? What is your customer asking you? What is your customer asking themselves? What is your customer asking your team or their team? What is your customer asking Google? What are they asking YouTube, right? Just figure out what your customer is looking for and say that, and you're always going to be providing value to them. It's really as simple as that and as complicated as that, because of course, once you answer the basic questions, you got to go deeper. But that is like, that's the goal. We want to be an answer to our customers' questions. We want to be the solution to our problems. And if we can do that and consistently show up in that way, then we are going to have success, not only in our email marketing, but in our overall business as a whole. So hopefully this was helpful for you as you are now building on a foundation of your um, email sequences that are hopefully in place now. If you haven't gotten a chance to do that, go to swipesatsell.com. I have all of the foundational email sequences that you need in order to monetize your list. All the swipe files are there for you. So check that out if you haven't already. And then you have a foundation to build on and continue to nurture your list. All right, guys, thanks so much. I hope you're having a great day whenever you're listening to this and we'll talk soon.